When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. God bless you guys. God bless the world, buddy. Let's go race. This is the Loud Pedal Podcast. A very diverse cast of automobile racing characters. With your host, NBC Sports television analyst and part-time midget racer, it's D. Welch, uh, Mr. Dylan Welch. Yeah, you damn right I got flagmen out there. Oh, that stupid-ass flagman. They got a dumb-ass flagman they can't see. And an expert in only one category, food. Now, look how big those things are. A little meat on the bone there. And cook perfect. Well, sometimes racing, but mostly food. When you're talking a, a meal, like before I'm about to die, I will ask for 15 to 20 chicken. It's heavy lunch, Tyler Burnett. It's episode 77 of the Loud Pedal Podcast on Flow Racing. Heavy lunch, D. Welch with you on an April 19th Tuesday where it was snowing in Michigan today. I'm sure it's sunny and 75 in Charlotte, isn't it? Uh, it is sunny, but it's not 75. It's actually cold here today. It's like... And cold. Upper 50s. Upper 50s. That is not warm for uh, the Charlotte, North Carolina area. Um, it was a massively successful week of dirt racing on flow with the Kyle Larson Tezos Late Model Challenge. Uh, tremendous event that saw Mike Marler win in the 157. I love Mike Marler. He's a great race car driver. Um, winning a big time dirt late model race um huge crowd on hand for that event and also it broke the single series or the single day record in viewership on flow sports not just flow racing flow sports um huge late model race i'm telling you right now weekday races are huge not just on flow you know nascar races and everything else but weekday races draw a big audience because there's nothing else to do besides sit my fat ass on that couch and watch it. Yep. It's the Kyle Larson, William Byron effect. I think. Boy, Byron. I liked in his TV interview after the Bristol race. He's like, I was terrible. I couldn't figure out how to get the yaw in the corner or something. He said, like he couldn't, he, like they gave him a provisional. He was getting lapped in like two laps. <laughs> it's just, it's amazing how hard it is. Yeah, I mean, those, I mean, you know, guys that are professional race car drivers, obviously at the highest level that, um, you know, that struggle to get into those cars. But even, you know, even like Tyler Courtney, you know, tested one. Oh, gosh, I don't know. That was probably what a month ago or so now. And, you know, he was, you know, he got it figured out eventually, but it's just so different compared to, you know, even if you have dirt car experience, I think driving a late model is just so different and so foreign compared to anything else out there that, um, it's probably unrealistic to expect somebody to just jump in it and be fast, no matter how, you know, no matter their credentials. 
it's just something so different than what you're used to doing, right? Like, um, the cup cars, they drive, you know, like off the left front, uh, basically. And you know, those late models, you have to drive them off the right rear. And, you know, most dirt cars, you know, like a sprint car, um, you drive way on the right rear. Like it's so hard. Like all the different disciplines are so hard, like 410 wing sprint car racing. You know, we saw Brandon Overton at the world finals, um, hop in a wing sprint car and, you know, he made laps, but, uh, you know, they weren't really up to speed. Like, you know, that's, it's not, you know, I give them kudos for getting in the thing. Cause that's hard to do, to do something that's so different and feeling. Um, but that just, it makes what Larson does just seem incredible. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that, you know, fact in itself is the fact that, you know, proves how good he is, right. Is that, you know, the best late model driver right now, jumps in a sprint car and can't really figure it out right away but larson does the opposite gets in a late model and gets it figured out right away so um you know it's 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 not a discredit to anybody else but yeah to your point you know that's just how good how good he is that he just is naturally able to figure something out that is so different um from anything he's used to you know he's he you know those cars are so different than you know how he was you know, what he raced, you know, growing up and, and what he races on Sunday. So, um, you know, it made it made it all the more impressive when you see the guys that are, um, you know, good at other disciplines trying to cross over and they they struggle. For sure. All right, let's give our Sun Dollar Restoration Hat Shakes of the Week brought to you by Sun Dollar Restoration. I um, I saw Jason and Kim over the weekend. They were they were at Attica on Saturday. Uh, for Zeb's second place finish the night before I had a GoPro on Zeb's car. He went from like 11th uh, to second at one point. And I'm like, dude, my GoPro is going to be solid. And then uh, he had a right rear flat and it went downhill from there. So um, tough luck for them on Friday, but they rebounded on Saturday with a second place finish. Tyler Courtney winner uh, at Attica both nights doubled up. How many is he going to win? He won eight last year. How many is he going to win this year? I'll say at least ten. That might be a I might be a, a little bit low. I think thirteen, I fourteen, maybe. Least. He uh, cashed at the bank when he won the hundred and seventy-five thousand dollar Kings Royal last year, uh, which which made up for his season. That's not including uh, you know in the eight All Star wins that I mentioned. Um, but yeah, he's he's gonna he's definitely on pace. Well, he's already won three this year. Do we count the one in, in uh, at East Bay? Sure. I think we do. Yeah, I think we do. Um, it was his 10th and 11th win at Attica. Um, oh, I forgot to mention, Sun Dollar Restoration is based in uh, Carmel, Indiana, and they are, um, you know, servicing the greater Indianapolis area when it comes to water, fire, mold restoration uh, with your house or um, your any kind of property that you have. Um, you know, if you have a hailstorm, a windstorm, any kind of storm, um, and you need a new roof. They will get with your insurance company. You will likely have to pay nothing, and the insurance company will pay for your repairs from Sun Dollar Restoration. Jason wants to know why every time I mention them, you laugh or you like get a smile. I'm just laughing at you. <laughs> I know. Um, Jason's also getting mad because, well, Kimmy pays the bill. Kimmy pays the bill for, uh, you know, to be the sponsor. On loud pedal, but Jason tries to claim the hat shake. 
But really, it's Kimmy's yeah, hat shake. Well, so we I'm sure Kimmy. Kimmy's hat shake. Yeah, I'm sure Kimmy is going to give her hat shake this week to everyone at Wise Pretty Racing and Zeb Wise, uh, Wayne Pretty, uh, those boys for getting it done, finishing second on Saturday. You know, they look to uh, hopefully have a strong point season. All right. Uh, who else won this weekend? Do you know? Brady Bacon, Brady Bacon won an Atomic. Yeah. What did you think of Atomic? That was their return there. It was, I think the last time they were at Atomic was in 1994. I honestly saw zero laps this weekend. I was, uh, I was in Bristol, so I did not see hardly any sprint car races this week. I think Grant, um, some he was battling with Bacon. I, they had a good race going on, and something happened to Grant. Um, but nonetheless, uh, Brady Bacon scores his first USAC National Sprint Car Series win of the year. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, um, did he did he win at Ocala? Uh, did he win at Ocala? I thought Emerson Axum won, and uh, was it Grant that won? Grant and Emerson Axum. We. We have technology. Let's see. <laughs> this is a really good use. Uh, that was his first year. one. That was his first one of the year. You're right. The four-time and reigning USAC National Sprint Car Champion back to victory lane. Um, USAC is back in action, though, with the midget cars this week. The T-Town Midget Showdown Friday and Saturday. Awesome race at Port City Raceway with our friends at Shane Stewart. And Brady Bacon promoting that race. The Bacon Bits are heading out there to, you know, one of their home tracks at Port City Raceway to uh, promote that race. You've raced there before, right? Never have. No? Amazing track. I've been there. Um, went went for the Give Back Classic this past year. It's a great racetrack. Midgets are amazing there. Uh, make sure you watch that on Flow Racing this week. Um, All-Stars are racing. They're at Bloomsburg. Um, I think Bridgeport actually has a race before that. And then um, Port Royal, Williams Grove, Sealands Grove. It's a big weekend uh, for the All-Stars in Pennsylvania. I think I saw that Jake Swanson won at Putnamville. Um, who uh, Hinderschitz. Um was that race at Williams Grove? Uh, Tyler Kendall won at Lawrenceburg. And I think Mitchell Moles won a USAC Western States feature at Bakersfield. Oh, and uh, my hat shake is going to go to Chase McDermott. Yeah, how about that? His first, his first midget race uh, with Power Eyes at Peebley. Who's your hat shake yeah, going to? Oh, the races. Outlaws race at Peebley, right? Yeah. One of the Knights. Uh, who, oh, oh yeah, Carson Cito. Yeah, Carson Macedo victorious uh, with the Outlaws. Alex Bright won with the USAC East Coast Sprint Cars. Uh, let's see if I'm missing anybody else. Briggs Danner won at Williams Grove with the USAC East Coast Sprint Cars. You mentioned Bacon. We already said Courtney. Jamie Miller won the 305 race at Attica. Uh, Danny Dietrich, well, yeah, our, our guest today, Danny Dietrich, won at Lincoln. He's now three for four there. Anthony Macri won at Port Royal Speedway. That was his fourth of the year. Those are all of our Sun Dollar Restoration hat shakes of the week. Who's yours going to? Mine's Chase McDermott. I was going to give one to uh, our old buddy Cole Duncan for 
just plugging away, just podium with the with the all stars, and obviously, um, you know, always strong at those Ohio tracks, but um, just doing his thing, you know, just you know, super underrated guy, and and finished third on uh, on Saturday, I guess, at Attica. So give him one. I couldn't believe that Cole Duncan has never won at Attica. Right. Not a, crazy. Never, not a single race. He's only won at Fremont, he says. Yeah. It's like, that's crazy. That's a crazy stat. But I thought he had won there a lot. Um, but, you know, finished third. Um, that was the that was one of the weirdest race weekends for me. It was like 50-degree wins all weekend. Uh, felt like you were in the, you know, in a blizzard or like a, what do you call them? Like a sandstorm or something. Um. <laughs> It's just so hard to keep moisture on a racetrack when there's 50 degree winds or, you know, a 50 mile yeah, hour. It doesn't help. It doesn't help. But I thought Attica did a really good job of getting the feature, or, you know, the track right for the feature. I'm okay with some tough heat race tracks, you know, like a track, you know, you know tough tracks for the heat races and qualifying. I think someone said that they were like eight, ten, like eight tenths off like uh the normal speed like in and qualifying like it was just real slow but they got the track better when the when the sun went down the wind shifted on friday night and made the track better um then on saturday they they did a like a full rework at, before the dashes and the track was much better for the feature so um good racing in the features and you know congratulations all right so yours was cole duncan and mine was chase mcdermott yep. those are our sun dollar restoration hat shakes of the week brought to you by sun dollar restoration let's talk to danny dietrich he's our guest today one of the best follows on twitter and sprint car racing we have a segment called dietrich's tweets on flow racing that you can check out we have a couple we're gonna have a couple more this year um but he's super entertaining on twitter um you know he he he's doesn't have a filter really he's kind of like a like a robert blue um so those are our favorite on pod on this podcast, right? Yep, we love them. <laughs> All right, let's check it out. Episode seventy-seven. Danny Dietrich's next. This is the Loud Pedal Podcast on Flow Racing, brought to you by Quick Bits. Gentlemen, start your engine. The race cars too are historic. They are the ancestors of the current Indianapolis car. But we're not here for horses, we're here for horsepower. And we're back on episode 77, as promised. Uh, one of the greatest Twitter follows in all of sprint car racing. Uh, one of my favorite segments I ever produced is called Dietrich's Tweets, where uh, Danny explains <laughs> some of his tweets, a lot of them while under the influence of alcohol, of course. Um, but... I saw you recently upped your Twitter game uh, with with the, the Twitter graphics. Dylan Dylan was appreciating that yesterday. The poor chub uh, Twitter graphics; those are awesome. <laughs> I'm not sure which what, what the, the the Porsche graphics. No, poor chub, poor chub. Oh, poor, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, you got to come up with something comical every once in a while and, and make people laugh, keep it interesting. <laughs> did you produce, Did you make those, or who's doing your graphics? Um, <clears throat> Tyler Altmaier has been doing it, um, with FI, I don't know, I think it's, I think it's FI, FI, um, promotions or whatever he does, but he does a lot of my, 
lot of my promotion promoting and um, releases and all that good stuff. So the the porch shedding one and uh, the fans only one has been pretty good. It, it really gets people talking and and uh, just kind of gets people laughing. That's funny. That's really funny. Uh, so three for four at Lincoln so far. Uh, it looks like you guys passed about 60 cars uh, in the three wins. Yeah, it feels like it. You know, uh, that's not counting lap cars. We've we've been pretty good. Uh, we should have had uh, possibly maybe another win or two, but uh, we've been good. We've been really good just about everywhere we go. Just need to, to kind of get started toward the front, which we've been able to do and, and capitalize on that down at Lincoln. You're obviously, Danny, going to start uh, doing a little more traveling. I know you're going to run with All-Stars and stuff here coming up. So uh, what's the confidence level like just knowing that you're, you know, you're running good at home and, and you guys are kind of hitting on all cylinders there as you, you get ready to go west a little bit? Uh, it's been pretty good. You know, our confidence is pretty high. We were at other places. I mean, we, we, we're going to we're gonna scrap even remember we went to Florida. But everywhere else we've been pretty daggone good at that we've gone to this year. And, you know, we're going to go to Port this Saturday. A lot of people question why. Um, competition is definitely going to be, you know, uh, tougher at Port. But we were up there twice this year. Um, we didn't win races up there. We ran good. We had two fourth-place finishes. Testament to that kind of comes that we've come from 17th and 10th. Uh, the night we, we come 10th to 4th, you know, we held guys like Macri and Wagner behind us. Uh, just ran out of racetrack, in my opinion. We were still good at the end, just got to the point where it was very hard to pass people uh, or pass anyone or make any ground up. They had a caution like 10 to go and, and just couldn't get any farther. Uh, really nobody did. So um, then the following one, we come 17th to 4th and felt like, honestly felt like we had the fastest car that week as well. And same deal, just kind of run out of time. We were still gaining at the end, uh, just started too far back. So hopefully we can go to port this week at the All-Stars and, and get started toward the front. And I think we're just as fast there as we are anywhere else. You mentioned like people questioning it. I know that you have a point lead at Lincoln, right? Uh, I think their championship pays like five grand. Port pays ten grand uh, this weekend. I mean, it, this is also a money factor. I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not in the race for points, so um, it's pretty easy for me to to leave Lincoln. Uh, if I really want to run for points, we're still going to go back. Even if Freddie were to win this weekend, who's second in points. I think it'd still be like a hundred and sixty point lead. You know, that's still a lot. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not points racing by any means. We'll be heading to uh, Ohio Speed Week, and then, um, you know, we got the Wiker Memorial, uh, big Bob Wiker Memorial coming up here at the end of May up at Port Royal. So, uh, we got a lot on our plate as far as leaving, leaving the area, especially on Saturdays, that that we won't be at Lincoln. So, um, you know, we also got a trip to a weekend off and a trip to New York, and then uh, we got some races at the end of the year where we go to like Seals Grove or or stuff like that, you know, where the money shows are at. Yeah, you, you mentioned Ohio Sprint Week. Uh, you had a good one last year. Uh, nearly won Fremont, which would have been awesome, right, to go to go beat those guys at Fremont, but you did uh, go win at Sharon. Um, I know you had the, the porch hub joke, but really you do get off the porch and go race with the All-Stars, you know, in Florida and, and when they go to Screven and go, you like going to Ohio and beating those boys over there, so – you do leave the porch. Yeah, I mean, I, I like leaving the area. Yeah, I don't think you learn unless you leave. You know, you get in your funk. I mean, we know what we need to do at Lincoln. It just took us uh, – we weren't very good last year for whatever reason. I think I was just more of me not being aggressive. 
Uh, my focus this year is being more aggressive, staying, you know, try and be a clean racer still. But uh, there's a fine line between being clean and being aggressive, and some people uh, want one or the other, but we got to straddle it somehow. So um, we really enjoy going to Ohio. I really enjoy Ohio Speed Week. We've been going for a few years now, quite a few years. Last year was our first attempt to run the whole week uh, without skipping any shows from start to finish. And it paid off. We were, honestly, we were um, probably one full, not even a full lap, probably a half a lap from winning uh, three races down there instead of just one. When when people, you know, make, you know, tease you about not getting off your porch and stuff and bust your balls, does that like, is that fuel for your fire? Like, does that motivate you or do you care that much? I really don't care that much, you know, <laughs> like I got all these people online that are always busting my balls and I really just don't care, you know, like, like until they run, uh, until they run a race team like I do and uh, try and make ends meet and pay the bills and stuff like that. It, uh, you know, sometimes you just want to get on there and tell somebody what they, what you really think of them, but you can't. And uh, just, just because that's the kind of person I am, not that it gets under my skin, just because I don't like to, uh, I just like to, to say my, my voice, my opinion and say what I want to say. And, um, I'm trying to do better and not opening mouth and inserting my foot. So, um, you know, trying to be a little more professional and, and focus more on, uh, you know, being fan friendly and, and spending time with the fans and, and uh, sign autographs, stuff like that for people. I think you can voice your opinion and still uh, be a fan guy. Uh, that's, that's no problem. Uh, so like, where did you get that from? Like, did you have like a favorite driver? You know, like, did your was your hero like that? That you know, because it, it seems like it's like a bit old school, right? Well, you know, old school drivers used to just voice their opinion. You know, like growing up, I can remember like the Shepard Raymer rivalry, and uh, I really like Shepard for that. You know, Jeff was pretty badass. Not that uh, I can tell you a lot about him. Uh, I was pretty young, but you know, just that that rivalry them two had. You know, I was. Growing up, I watched Fred, I watched my dad, I watched Shepard, and, you know, I watched, you know, Billy Pouch Jr. or Billy Pouch Sr. Um, you know, I just, I'm kind of old school. I've been around a long time. I'm 33 right now, and I was born into it. So uh, I feel like I've got so much time invested that I have the right to, to sometimes voice my opinion and say what I want because uh, I've been around it my whole life. I know uh, I was watching this piece yesterday on Flow that Chet then came to your shop and you were talking about some of your biggest wins. What are your biggest wins? That what are they you're most proud of? I know beating the Outlaws and and everything else at Williams Grove was probably huge. But um, and then what what are your goals uh, in races that you still want to win? Um, there's still a lot of big races you want to race and win. Um, some of my biggest wins I would say would be my National Open 2016. Um, obviously winning the, the outlaw shows at Lincoln in 2012 and 13 were, were a big stepping stone and huge for my career. Um, anytime you can beat the outlaws, you know, and, um, we won, we beat them fair and square in, uh, New Jersey, um, at Bridgeport in 2019. That was, that was a pretty big deal. You know, there's only ever been one track, you know, there's only ever one race on that three eighths mile track they built there and we were able to win it. We had a pretty pretty dominating night, you know, as far as setting quick time. And uh, we run second in the heat to Donnie, um, pretty much unchallenged. Anytime you run, you run second to Donnie, you're pretty much unchallenged. And then uh, just to, to get into a battle with Donnie at the end of that feature and win the feature there uh, outside of Pennsylvania was pretty big. Um, there's been a lot, you know, like we've gone to New York and won quite a few times with the All-Stars and 
And um, you know, it's just a lot of fun when you can leave the area and, and capture a checker flag. I know, uh, I know you, you know, you have a day job and stuff, and I'm always interested just to hear guys, you know, stories about what they do during the week. I mean, obviously you're running your team, but um, I know we, we caught you in the middle of work. So what, what's your day to day like as you, as you kind of try to balance both of those? Well, I'm, I just came back from my lunch break and uh, like I'll say you're like, this is, this is what I do here. We're, we're a full operating sprint car parts store. And um, you know, this is just our upstairs of where we have parts and, uh, we got a lot of inventory. We have a lot of customers. We got a lot of really good, loyal customers that, that come to us every week for what they need. And, uh, we take pride in it. Surprisingly, the phone hasn't rang while I've been on this conversation, but, um, you know, we take pride in taking care of our customers, having the parts on the shelf and, and, uh, being able to help people who, who, uh, appreciate the help. That's, uh, that's the biggest thing is, you know, me and my brother, we pretty much run this deal. And like I said, we were born into this. We have a lot of experience, a lot of knowledge and, uh, when you feel like you're making a difference on somebody or making a, you know, make a, um, make an impact on somebody's racing career or even their week, just helping them with something that it really seems to, uh, to make our week as well. You mentioned the tire shortage before we started recording. Uh, that's probably, you know, giving you guys fits too, as well uh, with the business, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, we seen it coming. We're me and my brother, we're kind of prepared for it. Um, uh, you know, it's one of the things where we've seen it coming last year. You know, we've seen where, you know, there was tire issues. And uh, I have a good friend of mine, uh, Derek Snyder, told me um, briefly about the, the, the tire, the, the rubber situation going on with, I don't know what it is, some sort of tree, um, which I know is a real thing, has to do with our, our, our presidency. Um, so we knew, we knew it wasn't going to get any better. We knew that, that, you know, going into this year, it was going to be tough. We were hoping that, that Hoosier would have been able to not let it get this bad. Um, I do think it is somewhat out of their, their hands, out of their control. But, you know, I've seen it coming for probably a good six, six, eight, nine months. So, um, you know, I kind of get a tire here, get a tire there, and uh, try and build up a little bit of inventory. I've been lucky here the last couple of weeks. We've probably had – uh, probably had about five people, six people, uh, or six tires bought for us for our race team. So, um, people were just kind of grabbing a tire and, and supplying us a tire to race for that, you know, race with that night. And, um, we were able to save some of our tires and, and we'll be able to go forward here, hoping to, to not be in the same situation as some of these other guys are going to be in. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you're talking about being the outlaws. Um, you know, this week you have the all stars. Uh, they have 14 guys that are really good, right. You know, coming in yeah. this year and you've raced a lot with them. Um, Courtney seems to be w one of the best in the country right now. You know, Justin Peck is always strong, but you know, how do the all stars stack up when they come into PA and do you guys think you can beat them? I definitely think we can beat them. Um, I think that uh, I think our car is real good right now. I think Anthony's really good. Lance is always good. You know, Lance is always um, you know one of the top dogs as far as a favorite to win. Um, you know, little Freddie's running pretty good at the Grove. Um, <laughs> Logan's been really good at Port. You know, um, he has obviously hasn't been anywhere else yet, but uh, he's got a lot of speed up there throughout the night. And I hope that that you know our locals can can step up and keep the uh, all-stars from winning winning these shows and uh i think this week we'll even claim brett marks 
<laughs> that's cheating. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, if the boss is gonna claim, if the boss is gonna claim me, they might as well claim Marks. You know what I mean? Like we both leave the area about just as much. You know, that's a good point. Yeah. Yep. So I guess we'll, just we'll, we'll keep Marks on the boss. Yeah, we'll keep. Yeah, we'll keep he Marks on the boss. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna ask you about those tracks, so. It seems to me from uh, the tracks that I've been to that like Port, if you're off, like you're like way off, like you are going to have a bad night at Port Royal if you're off. But at Williams Grove and some of these other tracks, Lincoln, um, you guys really seem to have those tracks figured out. Like how how do you kind of rate them as far as like difficulty and toughness right now? Um, I think the Grove's pretty tough. I mean, the Grove's been, I think the track conditions could be a lot better. You know, I mean, I understand like the weather hasn't been the best, but uh, I think the track conditions could be a lot better. But because they're not good, um, in my opinion, <clears throat> excuse me, it's been, it's been pretty tricky. You know, I think the way you got to enter a corner has been weird. Um, I think the way you get off the corners even weirder. You know, um, I don't know how to, I don't know how you could you could really explain how the Williams Grove track's been unless you've been in a in a race car driving it yourself. Um, Port seems to be pretty technical. It's always technical. It seems like when you go to Port Royal, if you're off, you're way off, like you said. Um, I think some guys just try so much stuff, they dial themselves right out. You know, and we did that last year. We went to Port so much that I think we went up there and we try and get better and better and better. Well, you end up making yourself worse and worse and worse. And um, That's kind of why we wanted to focus on going to Lincoln a lot more, just um, to kind of not get in that habit. We know what we do. Everybody wants to always go faster, you know, and – I think sometimes we're better off just to go up there and, and do what we know to do and, uh, you know, take our short track games or the big track and, and just let me handle the rest of it. For sure. All right. So you're, are you going to be at um, Bridgeport and, and the rest of the all-star races during the week? What's, what's your schedule look like this week? Uh, our schedule is going to be Bridgeport, and then we're actually not going to go to Bloomsburg uh, just with the tire shortage, everything that's going on, logistics of everything. Um, my brother's actually going to go race. I'm going to stay here at work, which is kind of ass backwards from years past. So, um, we're going to skip Bloomsburg and we're going to run Williams Grove, Port Royal, and Seelings Grove the rest of the week. That'd be good. That'd be a good time. You can catch Danny Dietrich, his Dietrich tweets. We have two episodes out on Flow Racing, and also you can see him live. And in color on flowracing.com at all those tracks you just mentioned. Thanks for coming we, on the show, man. Get back to work. Yeah, are what? we doing a third one this year? A third Dietrich? I think we got to. We got to. We we got to do it at uh, Tusky Weekend or, or maybe the Weikert. I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I know. Haley's I think we need to make an angle. Sounds yeah. good. All right, man. Sounds good, man. Look forward good. to seeing you guys. Thank good you. Good talking to you. Danny Dietrich, everyone. A lot of people call him Double D. I mean, the real Double D's, the people's champ, right? Uh, Dave Darlin. But no, just Danny Dietrich is a really good race car driver. Uh, I kind of told you yesterday, D. Well, she's kind of like a Robert Blue. He speaks his mind. Uh, you, you got a little bit of a sample there. I, I think he's really tamed down. I don't know why. He's talking about, like, you know, the fans and being less opinionated. And I'm like, you can be opinionated to be a fans guy, right? Yeah. I mean, I think. You know, like Robert, if you're, you know, you're comparing him to Robert, like Robert is, um, you know, very passionate as well about taking care of his fans and his people and is still Robert. So, 
uh, I think there's definitely a way you can, you know, you can make them both happen. The Dietrichs are great people. Uh, you mentioned they own a, a sprint car shop parts and everything else. And uh, his brother races. So, you know, see, you'll see his brother in action uh, at Bloomsburg. I guess he's going to be taking that night off. So he's going to be a threat to win at, um, you know, the Grove, Lincoln, Port Royal, uh, all these tracks Grove that the All-Stars are going to go to. Even during Ohio Sprint Week, I think he finished second in points. Uh, last year during Ohio Sprint Week when Courtney won the points championship uh, during Ohio Sprint Week. But um, nearly won Fremont. Cole Duncan passed him on the last lap, um, last corner, actually, to win at Fremont. That would have been a huge upset for the posse to win at Fremont, Ohio's track, you know. Um, so he's, he's a good race car driver, and it's fun to uh, have him on the show and, and love to hear from him. Um, we are presented by Quick Pits and QuickPits.com. It's your one-stop shop for over 350,000 parts and accessories from the brands you demand, truck, Jeep, auto, ATV, with fast free shipping to your door. Use promo code FLOWSPORTS at checkout. That's promo code FLOWSPORTS. Also, we are brought to you by Dirt Draft. DirtDraft.com. Uh, our friends over there do a really good job uh, of, you know, entertaining race fans and keeping them engaged in all of the races that are happening, uh, whether, with, you know, they're with the World of Outlaws or Lucas Oil Late Model Series or, um, Amazon National Sprint Car Series, USAC Silver Crown, uh, all the late model races, modified races, uh, everything going on, the big races in dirt. Um, you can play along with them at dirtdraft.com. It looks like this week the All-Stars at Bloomsburg, um, the All-Stars at Williams Grove, World of Outlaws, late model series going to Atomic, um, which, of course, the USAC National Sprint Car Series just raced there this past week. And then um, looks like All-Tech Raceway, more Grove action with the All-Stars. Um, play along at dirtdraft.com and have a lot of fun. Um, that is episode, what was it, 77? Getting up there. I don't know. Dave Blaney. I don't know. Is it 77? Sam Hornish Jr. <laughs> Robert Presley <laughs> for going OG. <laughs> Thanks that to Danny Dietrich for coming on the show. Uh, thanks to Sun Dollar Restoration for being great partners of the Loud Pedal Podcast and also Quick Pits and Dirt Draft. We'll talk to you next week. This has been the 77th episode on Flow Racing of the Loud Pedal Podcast.